I met a woman a few weeks ago, not in this parish, somewhere else, that is a housekeeper. And she works uh, for people in Pasadena and in San Marino, very wealthy people. And uh, let me just tell you, she doesn't do windows. She made it quite clear. This is what I do and this is what I don't do. If you want windows, that's a separate day and it's double the cost and oh, she just lays out all the rules and they love her, they love her. But she made it quite clear, I don't do windows. Now what if Mary had had that attitude? Mary, the mother of Jesus. The angel comes to her and she says, okay, well, here are my conditions, here they are. But she doesn't. She, like Zechariah, gets some amazing news. She, like Zechariah, begins afraid. She, like Zechariah, is calmed by the angel. Do not be afraid. You found favor with God. And she, like Zechariah, has a question. You know, how can this be? I do not know man. She doesn't argue or protest. She doesn't try, try to take control of the situation, but she really is, as a young, young girl, probably 14 or 15, a bit confused. Well, uh, how will this happen? I, I don't get it. And the angel explains as the Spirit of God will come upon her. And when she hears it all, she does not say, I don't do windows. She says, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Do unto me whatever you will. I'm God's servant. I will follow, I will listen, I will open, I will give, I will do. This is for us um, perhaps the most important disposition that we can possibly have when we come to the Feast of Christmas, actually every day of our life, every hour of our life before our God. Whether it be in tragedy, in sadness, in joy, in grief, in exhilaration, in surprise, in moments of anger, no matter what it is, if we but had this attitude of Mary, not the I don't do windows attitude, but whatever you want, Lord, I'm your servant. Do unto me whatever you will. Because when we open that, it's not just on the surface, but as we go deeper and deeper, way down into our soul, into the center of who we are, when that disposition grows in us, and we recognize that somehow everything in the end will be okay, everything in the end will be so God-centered, and, and we will be taken there, even, even in great, great suffering, even in dying. A man came to me yesterday, um, I'd seen him a couple times here at church, and um, he has two amputated legs and with a prosthesis, and he's blind, and he, of course he has severe diabetes, and he wanted to go to confession. And he, he sat in my office there, and he said, well, Father, two weeks ago when you preached this, I heard this. And then last week I heard this, and you put a smile on my face back there. And then you said this, and I thought, wow, this is so different from when people come after, after me, after Mass, up to me and say, Father, I loved your sermon today. And I want to say, what did you like about it? Because I'd love to see what they say. Uh, 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 uh. Because I think maybe sometimes my sermons might, my homilies might make people feel good. Maybe sometimes not. But, but I'm after so much more than just feeling good. 
In fact, most of the time, I don't want us to feel good. I want us to feel challenged. But what I loved about this man, he said, you said this, and this is what it did to me. You said that, and I responded this way. But then he did also add this. He said, you know, Father, when you go blind, your hearing becomes so much more important. I really listen, and I do believe it. Again, that's the disposition we need for this Feast of Christmas, really for every day, really for every hour of our life before God. A listening spirit, a spirit that says, what, Lord, what? What next? What next? For when we open up that within us, deep, deep, deep within us, and begin to listen, not only do we find that we are supported and loved, but we are grace-filled in the, in the truest sense, it is God saying, or the angel saying to us, you have found favor with God. We cannot, as his children, do anything different. God so favors us. The good news is that God so loves us that he gave us his son. And if we don't hear that, we will not focus on God, we'll focus on us. But I sinned, but I did this, but I didn't do that. Right. But our God is so much bigger than any sin, or for that matter, all of our sins tied together. Put our whole life of sin together, and God's love is so much bigger. When will we start to look more than ever, not at ourselves, but at his love? Maybe that's the spirit behind I am the handmaid, the handservant of the Lord. Do with me, Lord, whatever you will.